Hi, this is Dan Sullivan, and uh, I'd like to welcome you to the next episode of Who Not How, and this is with my great friend and collaborator on our big book project for the marketplace. There's going to be a big major bookstore book, you know, like the kinds of big, fat, thick books that you see when you go into a bookstore. But this is a very exciting project, Ben, because we're actually conducting the entire project of taking the Who Not How concept from the very small book version that we do with our quarterly books and in the Strategic Coach program. And these are designed for Strategic Coach entrepreneurs, but this, we're going to go big with it, with major talent, major capabilities, major money, major publisher to do it. But we're actually building the entire project to be an actually an example of how Who Not How actually works in the world if you're operating from that spirit. Yeah, no, I mean, what's exciting is, is that in the last like week or two, we've added a lot of potential and a lot of actual capabilities to this project. So me and Dan were actually together last week in Phoenix at a Genius X meeting. And it just so happened that Reed Tracy and Tucker Max were both at that meeting. So Tucker Max owns Scribe Media. He's already on our Who Not How project. So we've already hired Tucker. He's a four-time New York Times bestselling author. He's sold millions of books. And uh, I've actually been working with Tucker on my last book. And they have a process for really organizing beautiful books. And also, they also have a huge capability And Tucker himself has a lot of relationships around getting vast media. And so Tucker's going to help us write, make sure that the book is top class and also that the marketing is top class. But Reed Tracy is the owner of Hay House. And Reed just so happens that as soon as Dan met Reed Tracy, I mean, Reed was all excited because Reed's actually a big fan of Dan's. I actually had dinner with Reed that first night and he said that Dan's a legend. (laughs) And so Reed, who again owns Hay House, and by the way, Hay House has sold 250 million books in the last 30 years. They are extremely interested in Who Not How. And I actually think it's a great fit because they're such a collaborative platform. So it just shows that there's all sorts of capabilities that you need to add if you want to go big. (laughs) Well, the big thing about it is our business is strategic coach workshops, you know, So when I write books, people say, well, you know, are you making money with your books? And I said, well, I mean, our goal with each of the books that we create in the small version form, I said, probably within a year, I would like our production costs, who would be even with our production costs a year down the road. For example, one of the books that sold really well is the book, My Plan for Living to 156. I think within the first 90 days, we had five orders on the part of our clients, so they get the book when they come to Strategic Coach, but five of our clients bought more than 50 of the books. One of them has two orders of 150 of the books, okay? So, you know, they're on Kindle, we have it as 99 cents, you know, a book like My Plan for Living to 156, the ebook version is 99 cents. And the reason is that I would rather have 100 people pay me 99 cents each than one person pay me $99. <laughs> so the whole point is that my intent with all my marketing, whether it's books or whether it's podcasts or videos, is simply to get strategic coach ideas out in the world because I think that there's millions and millions of people who would 
personally benefit from coach concepts going you know back 30 years all the different concepts but the way we make money is people actually joining the strategic coach program so i never lose sight that we only have one business and everything else is marketing to support that one business yeah i mean what i like about this project one of the things you actually say in the who not how little book is that as you're kind of building your network of who's the projects become increasingly valuable to every who involved you know it always has to be a win-win for everyone so what's cool about this situation is that like what reed tracy was talking about and the thing that's really kind of cool about hay house is that they're very entrepreneurial mentally minded like a lot of their big authors are some of the biggest marketers in the world as well and so what hay house and what reed tracy was talking about he recognizes that the book itself isn't really for most people where a lot of the cash is. Obviously, you can, if you sell a bunch of books, you can still make a bunch of money. But the main money, really, the big, big money is on the back end. And what's great about our situation, and even for Reed and for everyone involved, is that everyone involved knows why they're interested. I mean, number one, the who not how concept is great. But if we end up selling a lot of books, that's great for me as an author. I want to be involved in interesting projects. As an author, I'm very fascinated in the ideas that you've developed over the last 30 or 40 years. And I'm also interested in writing successful, powerful, interesting books. Tucker is interested in working with clients like you because you position him better. He wants to work on important projects. Hay House wants a book like this because the chances of this book selling well are really big and they want long-term clients like me and you. And obviously for you, it's really exciting because if we end up selling a ton of books, then each client, as you've said, each client at Strategic Coach, each new client is worth $40,000 to you. Mm -hmm. And so the goal of this one book, what me and Tucker Max were talking about at the meeting we were at last week, very conservative numbers as we're planning and setting up this launch is for Dan and Strategic Coach to be getting 10 new clients a month for over five years, that would be 600 new clients. And this is conservative numbers. And if he was to get, let's just say 600 new clients over five years, that's worth $24 million with how Dan has set up his business. I mean, this is not something you can just set up overnight, but Dan is set up with strategic coaching with the back end where this funnel is that powerful. So just by engaging in this type of who not how thinking where he gets the right who's in place and then he's able to spread this right message at this high of a level, and so, yeah. obviously, we want to deploy yeah, it all the big forces. thing we is that we've developed very significant organizational and conceptual capabilities over a 30-year period. And I'm kind of a slow guy, you know. I mean, when I look at my life, I take long periods of time where it doesn't seem like I'm making a, a lot of progress because I'm making sure that the foundational stones are really solid because I don't want to do repair work after the growth starts. So I want to make sure that when really significant growth actually starts to accelerate, that we're not, you know, a lot of people get very, very disintegrated by sudden success. And I've observed this over and over. But the thing is that I kind of felt that my 75th birthday was kind of a good marker that, Dan, now you can just grow really, really fast. You put in 50 years. <laughs> now you don't have to hold anything back. <laughs> you know, I don't have to hold anything back. And I've 
purposely taken very good care of myself, you know, physically. I've got and my relationship with Babs is uh, key to that particular aspect and every other aspect of my life. So I've got very solid teamwork at all levels of my life. And the thing was that I went with an intention to the higher level of Genius Network. So I had done five years at the 25K level. So the the levels in Joe's program is how much you pay. So 25K, you pay $25,000 a year. And he says, look, if in the first year you don't get $250,000 value, then you probably don't belong here. And I would encourage you not to come back if you can't take an investment of 25K and 10 times it. He said that in the first half hour, and before the end of the day, I had created my entire 10 times program, which when I added after five years, had given me $16 million back because of the idea that I got in the first half hour. So I came to uh, uh, 100K, and you're paying 100,000 a year. So I said, well, I'll just use 64 times because 16 million, Babs and I together had paid about 200 and 50,000 over five years. So I said, you know, 16 million is 64 times. So I'm just going to use the same multiplier for 100K. But we invest over five years, we invest a million dollars. I expect a $64 million return. And then I just have this, Ben, and this is how my mind works. I have this on an impact filter that every Genius Network, I'm just going to sit there and say, okay, where's the 64 million? Where's the 64 million? And the very first workshop we're there, you come up and sit down next to Babs and me. And you say, you know, I've been following you for a long time and I really love your stuff. And then we get to know you. And without even asking our permission, you start writing great things about us on your blog, you know, a very, very successful blog that you have on Medium, and then at a certain point, I don't know which workshop it was, and, you know, you learned about the Who Not How book, and you said, you know, if you ever wanted to make this into a major market book, he said, I know you don't want to do that type of project, but I'd love to actually do this project for you, and that, you know, you had me at hello. (laughs) Yeah. It's fun. I mean, this is just a big demonstration of who, not how. You know what I mean? And then I started asking you about the kind of money that you're used to making because you're already a published author. And your first book, which we bought 600 copies of and gave it out to everybody in the 10 times program was Willpower Doesn't Work. And, you know, that was kind of like your training wheel book. I mean, you were just getting the feel for how is this book publishing? But right now you've sold 70,000, which is seven times a bestseller because 10,000 nonfiction books in the U.S. publishing world is a bestseller. So you're seven times and, you know, and it'll continue selling. So maybe it's 100,000. It'll definitely be over 100,000 in the next couple of years without even trying. The next book is going to be over 100,000 easy within the first year with all this. Yeah, and this one, let's put a plug in right away because I think it's just in the stages now of being published. You know, it's called Personality is Not Permanent. One of the things, along with your first book and your second book, you know, that really attracted me to having you as my collaborator on this project 
is that from a completely different world, from a completely different direction, we are remarkably, I would say, resonant in our thought about personal development, about how people do teamwork together, how the world actually grows. And you did it all on your own, and I all did it on your own. But when we got together, we were like a Venn diagram where it's just one circle. Yeah. No, I mean, I've always, ever since I've heard your initial thoughts, I've been blown away by your thinking. And so it's fun to hear a totally different angle. And I think that that's obviously with collaborators, you want to collaborate with people from a different perspective, but obviously a resonance. And so it's really fun. One last thought I think would be worth sharing, Dan, is you were mentioning to me this idea of, you were talking about the difference between actually when you know that you can actually be with a collaborator and you were talking about your free zone frontier. I think that's worth sharing with people as far as who want to initiate a who not how relationship, how to create those free zone frontier relationships. Yeah, just a little background on this. So in Strategic Coach, we have three levels of performance and results and confidence and capability. And the first level is called signature level, which allows you to create what the first level, which we call self-managing company, so that the entrepreneur is really freed up from managing and is, you know, the entrepreneur should always be the number one salesperson in their company, but who you're selling to changes as your success level. So that's the first level. And then the second level, once you have a self-managing company, then it's possible to have a self-multiplying company, which means that not only are you holding even when you're not there, you're actually growing when you're not there. And that frees up the entrepreneur more and more to do very creative type of new work out in the marketplace. And then we created another level, which just for a placeholder name, we called it the game changer. And then one day I was checking Google on the word game changer. And when I got to page 54 of Google, and that's, you know, about 600, there's a lot of game players out there. So you can't trademark anything with game changer in it. And what I do when I create something new I know that it'll be a placeholder name because the learning experience itself, those who are participating will actually come up with the name. For an example, when I was a one-on-one coach in 1987, I had been a coach. Yesterday, by the way, was my 45th anniversary of starting as a one-on-one coach in 1974. Amazing. 13 years later, in 1987, I had developed a methodology, I had developed an approach, I had a client base. I was still at the stage where I was doing house calls, so people didn't come to me, I went to them, and I was in a really good client's office, and he had someone else there, and he said, oh, I'd like to introduce you to Dan Sullivan, he's my coach, and he says, he's my strategic coach. And I said, bingo, <laughs> call the IP lawyer. <laughs> Excuse me, I have, to make a, I have to make a phone call. I've got to go. I'll be right back. Excuse me, I have to go. Mm. Do you have a phone booth here? I have to change. <laughs> I have to change outfits here, you know. I've never that, even known that story. Yeah, and that's where the name Strategic Coach came, and we had it. You know, I went through the intellectual property lawyer route, and we got Strategic Coach. So I knew when I created this third level that the name we had, you know, would be replaced. And what came up was that all the projects that people were doing, which are collaborative projects where they're treating their company like a single unique ability, and then they're 
doing teamwork. It'd be like between my company and your company, our company and Tucker Max's company, our company and Hay House. It's a collaboration between what we do best. Entities, and, right? Yeah, they're Not entities. Peoples, it's entities collaborating. I look at them as single, very, very unique capabilities, but you're just putting them together and all of you are comfortable with cash flow, so it doesn't have to be about cash. It's about a big payoff. You know, it's a big creative payoff. It's a big jump in capability payoff. And there's money. You know, there's a lot of money involved when you go down there. So somebody said, you know, what I've noticed about these, and we've got probably 50 or 60 new situations with 50 people. And they said, you know, it's kind of like a free zone that when you create this thing, there's just no competition because nobody else who would be competitive would ever think about doing this where there wasn't cash up front because people want to be in my new program. And they say, well, I've got this collaboration. And I said, well, let me ask you something about the collaboration. I said, is the other person as willing as you are to have cash be at the end? And they said, no, no, we have to fund them right up front. And I said, no, nope, it's not a collaboration. I said, you don't have a collaborator unless both of you are choosing the excitement of a new capability off upfront cash. If you always have to have the upfront cash, I say there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, the business, the whole world runs on people wanting upfront cash. I, I say there's nothing problem, but you're not a collaborator, you're a competitor. Yeah, or you're a consultant, but you're not a collaborator. And you cannot collaborate with a competitor. <laughs> True. Yeah. No, and competitors can't collaborate because they need the cash so much. So what I've noticed, going back to the opening statement on our podcast here, each of us, you, Tucker, you know, Reed at Hay House, all of us are just willing to create this massive new capability because we know down the road, because we've got enough experience, there's going to be a lot of cash. But the excitement in this is actually putting a whole bunch of collaborations together that in the competitive world would never happen. Yeah, I mean, that's why it's so exciting. I really love your view of just viewing situations as capabilities. Like, I think that that is so unique. I've never heard anyone else explain an entity or a person is just adding a capability to your situation. In a lot of ways, you call it insourcing, right? You insource yep. who's rather than outsource to competitors. So you insource who's and you insource capabilities to expand your who network. Yep. Yeah, what I love about this situation is that there's no one who could replicate this situation. There's no one who could replicate strategic coach, what I've got, what Tucker has, and what Hay House has to create the future that we're creating. That's why it's a free zone frontier. There's literally no one who could replicate that capability. Right. Yeah. And the thing is that it will grow itself, you know, because Reed, uh, I mean, one of the things that Reed said, well, does he have more than one book? And you reassured him that I did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he basically gave us a benchmark and he says, if you meet this in the first year, I want to do as many books with you guys as I can. And that's a pretty, you know, with the capabilities that we've already created, the situation we've already formed, that's a pretty low bar. Yeah, i tell you the other thing that just immensely, I've stayed away from big market publishers because it's like General Motors. You take a position on the assembly line and 18 months later, your project comes up. Doesn't matter how good you think your project is. They have an 18 months and 
you know, Reed said, if you want to do the book in three months and you can get a big marketing start with it, let's do it in three months. He said, I don't have any timeline on it. And that to me, I have to tell you, when I heard that, I said, oh, this isn't actually meeting God, but it's close to meeting your guardian angel. You know, I mean, it's... Uh, I'll be honest with you. That was one of the things that made me realize that with these books, with you, Dan, and just starting with Who Not How, Hay House is the right who, because... No other publisher, the one I'm with right now, and I love the publisher I'm with, no other publisher would allow that situation. So basically what Reed said at Hay House, and this is what separates them from like the traditional big five, is if you're an A-list author, and for them what that means is is that every book you put out is putting out over 50,000 copies. If you're selling 50,000 copies or more, you're on their A-list. That's like the 90th percentile or higher for Hay House. If you're at that level, then they will let you publish at your own pace. If you're not at that level, they publish 50 new books a year. But if you're on that A-list level, like for example, Brendan Burchard is one of their one of their authors. Brendan was recently like, hey, I need this book to come out like in two or three months. And they're like, all right, Brendan, you do what you want. Like we'll help support you. We'll market it, but you do what you need to do because Brendan's selling hundreds of thousands of copies. And so it only helps them to just let him do what he wants and them to yeah. just do the platform. So it, that's rare. That's unique. Okay. We'll do a wrap here, Ben, on this particular episode of the Who Not How podcast, which is actually our step-by-step proceeding through the thinking of our actual project of taking a small version of Who Not How and making it a worldwide success. But just in terms of our conversation here, what's developed out of our thinking here, what's one big takeaway from the last half hour to 40 minutes that you've picked up, which actually helps you in your writing of the book as you go forward. And I've got a big one too. Awesome. Excited to hear yours. I think the big aha that I got from talking with you today, Dan, is that in order to have a real collaborator, that cash up front can't be the focus, that both parties have to be more focused on the capability and the future and that there's this knowledge that cash will come down the road, but that's not the reason for the collaboration. That's such a powerful insight for creating who, not how relationships. Yeah. Mine is really, really interesting that there has to be a 100% integrity to a who, not how project. In other words, uh, probably, you know, if I had really pushed because I started creating the little books, it'll be five years in the spring. So my 20th book will come out in the spring. I've done 20 books in 20 quarters that if I had really tried to push, it wouldn't have been in a collaborative project that we we would have been just in the normal competitive large book market working with a normal competitive agent with a normal competitive publisher. And it would have been to me completely out of integrity in the way that we want to proceed in growing coach and growing all of our collaborations. So it's very, very interesting, this whole thing. It's binary. It's either 100% integrity or it's zero. Yep. Yeah. One of my favorite quotes, actually, and this is from a Harvard business professor, Clayton Christensen, is he said, 100% is easier than 98%. He said, if you're 98%, you're actually zero because you yeah. have not made the decision. Yeah, one of our, and I'll introduce him as a possible person that you would feature in the Who Not How book is Sasha Kersmer. And Sasha is the number one private site surveyor in the city of Toronto. And anyone who's been to Toronto now has the most cranes of any place in the world. 
there's over 200 of the big boom cranes, and that's where the operator is up on the crane. And we have over 200 of those cranes in the city. And I would say Sasha probably is surveying about half those projects, probably somewhere between 50 and 100 major projects in the city. And I said, well, what's one of the things that the site surveyor actually guarantees on the project? And he said, well, you know, there's rules, boundary lines, everything, and, you know, where electricity is going to come in, you have to have that all worked out. But he said, the number one thing is that the elevators go up at 90 degrees. He said, an elevator goes up at 89 degrees, it's nothing but trouble. Yeah. He said, gravity only recognizes and respects 90%. It doesn't respect 98% the friction and the breakdown and the wear and tear on an 89 angle. So I think it's a perfect example. You either have it right or it's all wrong. Well, that's exactly what you said about Reed as well, is that you know immediately when you meet someone if it's going to work or if it's not, right? Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing about this. If you're not confident about your cash flow, you can't play this game. But if you're confident about your cash flow, then you can play this game 100%. I say, if you need that upfront check, this is not a game for you. No, this is the long game. This is 25-year thinking. This is 100x growth, not 10x growth. This is combining huge capabilities and going for opportunities that don't exist anywhere else. Like you said, it's, this is, you're not motivated by cash here. You're motivated because you want to see how big of a game you can play and how big of capabilities you can create. So this is a much funner, freer frontier. But yeah, you've got to be in a place where your self-managing company or self-expanding company is already taking care of that so that your capability can focus on combining with other capabilities. Yeah. Exciting. (laughs) Every part of working with us on you is pure pleasure, Ben. So thanks a lot. We'll see you in a couple days because we have a big step we have to take with the project and we'll see you personally in just a couple days. Be fun. All right. Thank you.